Applying to college? Our friends at Kaplan can help. Visit captest.com slash podcast and check out their SAT and ACT prep resources. Hey, welcome back. In this episode of Barron's AP U.S. History Podcast, we'll review historical thinking skill number three, or what you need to know about claims and evidence in a source. A claim is a statement that expresses an opinion. It's the statement that the rest of the details in an argument support. A claim is like the main idea of the argument. It's what the author wants to convince you is true. Usually the claim comes at or near the beginning. Of course, you can't really test your ability to identify a claim without the document. So let's use an example. Here's an excerpt from President Woodrow Wilson's speech to Congress in 1917. Listen for the claim he's making. When I addressed the Congress on the 26th of February last, I thought that it would suffice to assert our neutral rights with arms, our right to use the seas against unlawful interference, our right to keep our people safe against unlawful violence. But armed neutrality, it now appears, is impracticable. There is one choice we cannot make, we are incapable of making. We will not choose the path of submission and suffer the most sacred rights of our nation and our people to be ignored or violated. The wrongs against which we now array ourselves are no common wrongs, They cut to the very roots of human life. Can you summarize Wilson's claim? Feel free to go back and listen again if you like. Wilson claimed that armed neutrality was impracticable. He said his country would not submit when others used force against it. Think about who made this speech and when he made it. What was going on at that point in U.S. history? Wilson made this speech just before the United States entered World War I. The point of the speech was to claim that the United States should enter the war on the side of the Allied powers. Now that you know the claim, you're ready to find the evidence the author used to support that claim. Evidence includes reasons, facts, statistics, anecdotes, and other details. Wilson argued that the nation's neutrality was impracticable. In other words, it didn't work. Let's hear another part of the speech. Listen for evidence that Wilson used to support his claim. American ships have been sunk, American lives taken, in ways which it has stirred us very deeply to learn of. But the ships and people of other neutral and friendly nations have been sunk and overwhelmed in the waters in the same way. What evidence did you hear? Did it support Wilson's claim that America could no longer stay out of the war? Take some time to think about it. How did you do? This part is fairly clear. Wilson presents evidence that a foreign power sank American ships, and that action killed Americans. You probably remember from class that it was the Germans who sent submarines to do this. The attacks and deaths were strong evidence that America's approach was not working. Let's continue. Your next step is evaluating the argument. That means deciding how well the evidence supports the claim. You might also consider other sources and what you already know about the historical period. For instance, You know from class that German submarines deliberately sank hundreds of American ships. Joining a global war is a terrible decision to make. But Wilson's argument was strong here. 
He didn't want the country to sit by while a foreign power destroyed American ships. Many, but not all, historians would consider Wilson's argument persuasive. A follow-up question on the exam might then ask you to evaluate other evidence from the time period to decide whether it supports or refutes the arguments. When you refute something, you explain why it's wrong. What other evidence do you think would support Wilson's argument? Take a moment to come up with some ideas. Newspaper accounts of German submarines sinking American ships might support Wilson's argument. So would the testimony of relatives of those who died because of German submarine attacks. What evidence do you think would refute Wilson's argument? Did you come up with any? You might point out that World War I cost the lives of about 110,000 U.S. soldiers. Based on that data, you could begin to construct an argument that Wilson's decision was unwise. Finally, there's one other type of question related to this historical thinking skill. Comparing the arguments of historians. Many factors shape a historian's interpretation of the past. When and where did the historian live? What sources were available? What was the historian's perspective? In other words, their way of looking at things. Some historical topics have generated a lot of debate. These include the reasons for the American Revolution, the impact of progressivism, and U.S. conduct during the Cold War. And we'll return to some of these in later episodes. Next time, we'll look at skill number four, contextualization. Talk to you then. Contextualization.